Damn. I was going to ask what you guys got for Christmas and Hanukkah, but apparently you guys don't want to talk about it. See you guys. Good morning, Sal. Good, Good morning, CB. What's going on to everybody that watches Chaos Theory and Texas Sports Unfiltered? Hopefully everybody had a great holidays, man. Happy Hanukkah. Happy uh, holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody, man. Um, we got New Year's getting ready to come up. Make sure everybody is celebrating safely. Safely, but keep in mind. Let's get ready for the Longhorns, baby. We gotta, we gotta be safe because we gotta watch the Longhorns kick some ass up in the the super the Superdome, baby. We're going to the Sugar Bowl. We'll be talking a little bit more about that as the events start to unfold. We want to talk a little bit about. I want to talk a little bit about Christmas though. Um, I want to talk a little bit about some movie that both of us went to go see. I saw you do a little bit of review. I would like love that. to hear a little bit more about you, uh, yeah. or a little bit more from you on the Iron Claw. I want to hear from our guests. Uh, Everybody on the text line, everybody on the YouTube line about the Iron Claw as well. I want to, I don't know, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been here for the first portion of this year. Um, or the first, I guess the first portion of of the lifespan of Texas Sports and Filter. Because we're going to be kicking this thing off again next year too, man. It keeps going, baby. The party continues, man. Thank you to everybody that's made this happen. Thank you to everybody that's made it possible. Um, it's one of the best times of my day. I uh, get to sit in here and talk sports for an hour with my co-host, Double R. And uh, I don't know, man. It's been a really cool ride, dude. I'd love to see where this thing goes, dude. Man, it, it's so exciting. Uh, I saw some folks uh, or somebody posted on Twitter um, a while back to where it's like, hey, is it ironic that Texas Sports Unfiltered kicks off and look at the resurgence of the Texas program? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Coincidentally. That's what happens when you put all the when you put all the uh, blue chippers together. You know, with that program, are, are we the, are we blue chip talent? Would you say that we're blue chip talent? Oh, I would I, not. No, I would. I, I would say. I would say that I was a. Ooh, I was a work in progress, Because oh, <laughs> I mean, look, we cut our teeth in the production side of the house. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then what within. Within two months or whatever, I like I got a, I got a show on Sunday, and then you got your show on yeah. Saturday. So I don't know. It's wild. Like um, I wouldn't like the blue chippers go right in. Like I feel like the blue chippers get get the seat immediately. They don't have to do like yeah. the producer side of the house. You know what I mean? Like even BK mm -hmm. did the producer side of the house. So I don't mm -hmm. know if we could say that we're blue chippers, man. I, I think I think we're the no, yeah, the, the progressors, man, dude. Um, I was. I think I the blue chippers are the athletes that get to come in and say, "Hey, like, like Baber, Babers is a blue chipper." You know, yeah. what I mean, Babers yeah. skip skip the production chair and goes right to, uh, you know, right to the damn, mm -hmm. right to the damn chair one or chair two. So <laughs> well, that's where I, I think the whole. I guess terminology of blue chippers or I guess work in progress of you because lack of a better yeah. term for, yeah. for this. Anyways, man, it's been a it's been a fun ride, dude. It's, it's been fun. one hell of a ride. Oh, Craig. Craig is a blue chipper. Craig Way. <laughs> Craig yeah, no, that, Way that's might be your blue yeah. chipper. Hall anyway, of Famer man, right there. Hall of Famer. Well, Hall of Famer. Welcome to Chaos Theory as we get, you know, almost 10 minutes into this thing, finally getting our introduction off. But I am your host, Wag, or uh, not to fake Wags on Twitter, and you can find Double R, your other host, on um, on Twitter at the Rodney R, and then on the gram at the underscore Rodney R, and then myself, I'm at the Wagner Wire. And Rodney, I don't think we got one ready for this week, but it is athlete of the weekday. I, no, dude, I just thought did about you send that. Me, did you, I didn't send you anything. No, no, and I we, just and thought about spent, that. We spent I, I, two last week. 
I know. Uh, maybe we'll have to. Uh, that that that's going to be what uh, one of them will be this week. I'm so thrown off, dude. I thought today was Tuesday when I woke up this morning. I I am totally all thrown off here with with I all of this. We had a conversation yesterday about Tuesday. I'm like, hey I man, are we working today on Tuesday or are we working tomorrow? Yeah, oh, shit. I, you know, I, I think it needs to be mandatory that the holidays need to be at least on a Thursday. You know, to kind of drag things out and, and kind of put. I'll tell you what I'm impressed about. I um. You don't, hold on. You don't like Christmas on a Monday, man. I like you Christmas. Get off, you, you get off. You, you don't have to go to work that day. See, well, exactly. I get off every day. When the holiday falls on Saturday, you don't. You only get that Friday off, right? I get off every day, dude. If you know what I mean. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, well, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what I think is cool. I think it's cool that we are back on the air today and that we are doing shows. I, I mean, I see, uh, I've listened to a lot of shows. I mean, I check into a lot of different radio stations around the state and, um, and around the country, and a lot of folks are not doing anything live. But, man, we are going. We are going, man. We are live, and we are rolling. Of course, uh, you know, I, I think it helps that we have a team that's in the college football playoff. That that's a big part of that too. But Did you find uh, and, me for watching basketball, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you about that. So, what do you think? Because I know, I know, usually Christmas is the basketball day. You know, where everybody's watching the NBA and all this. But uh, here comes the NFL dropping games on Christmas Day and, and all of that. Uh, and apparently, the numbers were astronomical of people watching the in the National Football League. What do you think of that? What do you think of the NFL kind of crowding in on the on the basketball holiday, man? I, I, I had them, you know, I, I was watching Golden State. I was watching the Lakers. I was watching Boston. I was watching, uh, you know, all the stalwarts in the NBA because um, I have the two TV setup of, you know, you see the you see behind me, guys. You yeah, see absolutely. all the, the goodness and greatness behind me. I was able to watch the NBA and I was able to watch uh, NFL, man. I think it's yeah. fantastic. I mean, I don't you're not impeding on my sports day you're only making it a little bit better as a matter of fact i i think that is kind of like the you know the idea of it too right you're going to sit there and, and try and get people to i don't know watch you know op optimal sports as possible right yeah. but also you know try and spend time with their families i guess mm -hmm. I, I don't know maybe it's for the people that don't have families and people that are at bars because bars stay open on christmas day right i haven't yeah, been to a bar in a long time but yeah. I'm pretty sure bars stay open on Christmas Day for people that are lonely, I, I think. Anyways, yeah. this is a bad take and a take out of le left field. But I'm going to say that the, uh, you know, the NFL and, and, you know, the NBA are all playing, you know, on the same time because all the people that want to get together in the bars, you know what I mean? So that, that way they don't take away from family time on Christmas Day and the, and the holidays. That's the only thing I got for you, Rodney. You know me, man. I don't give a damn about ratings. I'm happy that. The NFL and the NBA are putting games on at the same time. Hell, man, give me give me hockey, give me uh, give me NBA, give me NFL, give me college football, give me all of it, man. What inject it all into my veins and then give me a little bit of Santa with a bow. Well, I think it's great because I think so much of this is, I mean, sports really drives. I mean, when you talk about family time, when you talk about, you know, bringing people together, sports does that. I mean, whether people want to admit that or not. I mean, you look at a lot of people sports, other than sports drives my family away. 
well, I got to tell you, dude, I woke up on Christmas morning and that's when we do the gifts and all that, you know, the kids are in and, and doing whatever. And I, and I turn on, I, I tweeted this out. I turn on FS1 and they're showing like classic NASCAR races. And, and, and my wife is like, turn that fucking shit off. She's like, I, we're not doing that. She said, we're not opening gifts with ambiance of races from 30 years ago. You do that every day. Yeah, usually but. when when we open gifts, man, we don't really have sports. Like usually it's it's during the morning yeah. too. There's not really off. sports on. Usually it's a uh, hell. I mean, it's, you know, Christmas vacation, mm -hmm. love act. Yeah. I mean, take your pick of the top five of our Christmas movies that that we love. Um, those are usually the ones that are, or hell, a Christmas story. A Christmas story usually comes on because that's playing what twenty four hours. You know, from from Christmas Eve all the way to Christmas is when yep. Christmas Story plays on. So we usually put it on the damn holiday channel or whatever it is and just let it play. If And if, you know, movies aren't coming on that we like, we usually just put our top five on, you know, that we can find on Netflix or Hulu or whatever like that. But, I mean, usually the, the gift opening stuff happens pretty damn early. I think we open one on Christmas Eve just because it's my wife's birthday as well. So um, she doesn't like to be the, the only one opening gifts. Yeah, so no, we, no. We all we all open one. I got an I got an app. Changed my life, man. I got an Apple Watch. Holy oh, crap, man. dude, dude. That dude. that that will change your life for a lot of reasons, I man. Just, I, dude, I, I'm, I wear one. My and, step. I'm because you know I've been since for a year now, bro. I've been sitting in a chair for. I know. I know. You know what I mean. So I've, I gotta get, by the I gotta way, get my steps. I got to be able to be able to do. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, work out a little bit whenever I can on the go or whatever. That's why I got the dumbbells up here or whatnot. But still, yep. man. You know, you sit in a chair for nine hours a day. You kind of got to be able to find your your activities as much as you can get. But now I get down, I do burpees. Well, I I started doing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too crazy with it. I started doing burpees a couple of days ago, man. Like on Christmas Eve. So yeah. when I got this bad boy, but still, no, man. Oh no, no. man, the, the, those things. I'm not gonna great. be doing burpees all damn day during you know during work hours or whatnot. But I'm still gonna be. I'm, trying to crank it up you got three rings or whatever that you got to try and close and of course the standing ring it's not that and it reminds that you dude, way to close the standing ring it reminds you it's like okay you started off good you're doing good you can still go get that other ring and all that and and, and there's even a setting on there i don't know if you found that or not where if you sit for like 50 minutes for 50 minutes it's like get your ass up get up and move around and and that's great i mean yeah man i, I love this thing it's a great alarm i, I will that. never be a crossfit nerd guys oh, never dude. never in my yeah. life be a crossfit nerd I, you know they try and implement crossfit into military training and stuff like or or you know you see crossfit pretty popular in military mm -hmm. cultures right because you, oh you know the murphy do the mighty murph workout and stuff like that and yeah. you know they got all little helen little helen's you know got a damn uh, workout or whatnot for there are all kinds of workouts for for crossfit that's not me um i like to swim uh i like to ride a bike i don't like to run anymore um even though running is is essential but it just beats the hell out of my knees i don't have any cartilage in my knees in the first place but swimming is key for me um and resistance training everybody wants you know everybody thinks oh well the only way to burn weight is for you to get out there and do cardio and everything that's not exactly true uh, sure, you know, you're going to burn calories or whatnot um, with, with you know, endurance training and, and you know, cardio or whatever. But you're also, yeah. uh, you're not building muscle, right? And when you build muscle, you're actually burning fat. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Exactly. Like, so when you do, like, not to make this like a, a whole kinesiology thing or, or, you know, physical fitness or whatnot. But if you really want to burn fat, 
lift weights and, and gain muscle, like resistance training. Like it's it's not a secret, or I, I guess it is a secret because people keep telling you to you know to eat right and to do cardio, but nah, man, it's actually lift weights and you will burn fat. Burning yeah, fat yeah. comes from lifting weights, not running. For for me, the uh, the watch like when I when I'm cocaine indoors, is the I, best too, Rodney. Cocaine's a great starter. No, yeah, no, no. You will definitely lose weight then. I, I promise you that. But like the watch when when I'm because for me it's all about you know kind of monitoring the heart rate. My dad had an incident a couple of years ago, and now I'm all about oh shit, my heart. You know, any little thing, I'm like oh oh something's wrong. But um, like like when I'm spinning, when I'm cycling. It's like you set that thing on there and you go back and you look at your heart rate at the way that thing fluctuates and, and kind of, and it's like, holy smoke, man. It's so crazy that you zing that thing up and then you got to bring it down and, and all of that. But you're exactly right. And and I, I'll say the other thing that people really need to to do if you want to lose weight, if you want to be healthy, whatever the case is, you got to drink a lot of water. I think we talked yeah. about that, man. Water, that is water so pushes freaking out, important. Pushes yeah, it does. Um, I don't. I don't know. Water just pushes all the bad stuff out of you, man. And yeah, right all, here, you're not taking any of the other additives. And it's just water. And somebody, my, my wife tells me this all the time: don't drink your calories, mm -hmm. eat your calories. Don't drink your calories. Which I basically drink my calories every damn day. Oh, me too. I probably yeah. once a day. Yeah. Well, oh, Zimmer can crack. Uh, that that's a very good uh, observation there by DJ. I mean, that will definitely get you. Uh, that will definitely get you where you want to be, uh, depending where you want to be. But uh, man, enough about that. Uh, enough of. Yeah, did you watch uh, any football yesterday? Dude, I did watch some football yesterday. I had to watch the Texas State Bobcats. Man, I um, I spent a little bit of time at Southwest Texas back in my day. And uh, good, good for the Bobcats. I, I've got a lot of friends that went there to Texas State and graduated from there. And I've got a lot of friends that played football there. But uh, I think one of the cool observations I want to make about that, way to go, Texas State. When you talk about Texas State, that's always a party school. Did you see they, they, they ran out of beer in the third quarter? At SMU Stadium, because all the all, all the people from San Marcos showed up. It was like two minutes into the third quarter, and they're showing all the empty beer cases over there, where, where it's like no beer, no beer. They were out of beer. They weren't ready for San Marcos to make their way uh, to Dallas. How about that? I loved it, man. Um, now TJ Finley, uh, you know, leading the Bobcats to yeah. a little bit of a victory there. Um, I mean, what Rice? I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to find something good for Rice. I know, like. McCaffrey? I mean, I don't know. Give me uh, uh, Rice is just not. The I mean, congratulations, Rice. You got into to a bowl, but uh, you know, Texas Texas State looks Texas State looked yeah. dominant here, man, and rightfully so, right? Rice isn't you know an opposition that's gonna you know turn heads and scratch names. And if you got no. your quarter, if you got this dominant of a of a product, right? And it's you know you don't even have your quarterback you know, spinning the threads and, and getting, you know, three touchdowns or anything. It's, it's your defense. That's, that's, you know, dominating and whatnot. It's usually the lack of talent on the opposite. Can't say that. I can't take anything away from Texas state's defense. No, um, no but apparent, you know but it. what it looked like yesterday was the lack of talent on rice um, rice out, you know, you're not exactly going to rice to be a, a, a football talent, right? No, you know, usually no. you're a brain, you're, you're an engineer, or, or some somebody a lot smarter than we are. Or hold on, I, I don't want to take anything away from you. Somebody a lot smarter than me. We'll just say well, that. So. 
And that was, you know, watching that yesterday, I mean, DJ Kenny has done a great job there. And, I mean, he utilized the portal. I mean, that, that's one thing right there, you know, where a lot of folks talk about uh, talk about with Coach Prime and all that. And I know Colorado and Texas State, that that's who, totally different levels right there. Before, was, was Spavital was the coach uh-huh. yeah. before, right? Yeah, Jake Spavital was the coach there. Um, but this really was, I mean, because – over there in San Marcos, they lack some of the resources. They lack facilities, all of that. I mean, it's a great school. I, I mean, it's a great school. San Marcos is a great town to be in. I mean, I spent a lot of time in San Marcos because that was kind of the offshoot for me growing up in Lockhart. That was kind of my big town. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, that's where I could go off and, you know, eat better or, or find a bar or whatever the case is. Hold on. Hold on. You ain't going to eat better outside of Lockhart. Lockhart's wow. got the best damn barbecue. You're not eating better outside. Barbecue of gets old, dude. Man, you got to go get you some some Herbert's Taco Hut. You got to go get some Manas. You got to go chase down all that good Mexican food over there in, in San Marcos. Um, you know, if you want to get outside of the barbecue thing, but good for them. I mean, I think it was a good thing. But yeah, Rice to me last night, Rice was about three steps behind. I mean, Rice, that looked like to me, Wags, you know, with you and I, with the, with the football games that we have called, it looked like to me that was that was like a 6A D1 school playing a 5A D2 school is what that looked yeah. like. In high it looked like a scrimmage game. Me. Yeah. It looked like a scrimmage game. For, I mean, it looked like, uh, looked like one team belonged on the field and the other team didn't, man. That's what it looked like there. Uh, how about Minnesota? Did you watch Minnesota, you know, watch um, any of the golfers? Uh, all that I saw was uh, Katie Miller, the quarterback's fiance. That's all that I saw. Who? Uh, Who? Is Katie she Miller? No, she she's she's the quarterback. Uh, she is uh, what what what's the guy's name? Kramer is that the quarterback for Minnesota? They kept showing his fiance. It was very much the uh, the uh, whoa, remember, whoa, remember what remember a woman whoa. It was, it was like very much that with the AJ McCarron. It was a Catherine Webb thing where they, they kept showing her over and over and she's jumping up and down. And it's like, okay, yeah. Cole Can Kramer. Link? Chat. Can we get a link? Somebody post a link to this girl. Yes. Yeah. Her name is Katie Miller. Katie Miller right. is her name. Beautiful girl. Very beautiful girl. But I mean, Whoa, that, what a beautiful woman. huh? That's that's what I saw of that game because it was like, okay, they kept showing her. I mean, she got more airtime than the game did. And that's fine, um, you know. But but yes, I did watch the game. <laughs> it was hard to turn it off, my man. It was hard yes, to turn I did it off. watch the game. Um, I want to I want to talk a little bit about the Christmas Day games. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I do. Before we get into, uh, I, I want to talk about West Virginia and North Carolina today. I think that's going to be one hell of a bolt. Well, no, North Carolina is going to going to run away with it. But it's going to be it's one of the games that that pops off the um, pops off the list to me. Pops off the the slate here, but. Um, the Christmas Day games mm-hmm. is Patrick Mahomes are the are the Chiefs have has the window shrank considerably enough to where Patrick Mahomes can't even ascend to MVP level and take the Chiefs to the championship because it, no matter how good I thought you know Baltimore was playing this year no matter how good I thought. Uh, you know, Jacksonville has played at times. Texans yeah. have, you know, played at times. Um, there's nobody that I thought that was going to be able to dethrone the Chiefs. Yeah. I thought for somehow, some way, the Chiefs would figure it out. You know, yeah. Mahomes and company would be able to right the ship. You know, even though you, you you triple team Travis Kelsey, just somehow he finds a way to find holes and vulnerable spots in the opposition's defense. 
a wide receiver, insert wide receiver, whoever, into the lineup, and they would be able to catch anything that Patrick Mahomes throws. But that hasn't been the case. Um, they have been struggling mightily to find something, uh, you know, you could call it, you know, chemistry, you could call it, you know, galvanization, whatever you want to call it, but they're not playing good football. Um, it's inconsistent football and, uh, you know, they can't Hell, their defense can't get off the field. They're not converting on third downs like they usually do. They're not making those magic plays that Mahomes usually has in his pocket. Right. Has the window of success passed the Kansas City Chiefs? I don't think so, Wags. I mean, to me, I mean, obviously, Tyreek Hill, you lose that. I mean, that 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 is a lot. I mean, that's a lot right there. But it really seems like what I see right now. I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. To where to where it seems like with Kansas City, there's a lot of distractions. I mean, I sit. I know we sit here and talk about the Taylor Swift thing. Dude, that that that's a distraction. There's a lot of focus on all of that. You know, now the Chiefs are America's sweetheart. I mean, they've been really, really good for a long time. But but what has happened here with this is that Kansas City has lost some of the pieces that really made them great. And, and I think where you really see this, and this is where, you know, we talk about all of the it's very weird to me that it's like every week you look and you see Patrick Mahomes just, I mean, he's pissed. He's bitching people out. You see, uh, I mean, you, you see 87 I mean, throwing helmets around and all that. And it, there's a lot of distraction right there. And, 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 and I think that maybe this is where uh, being the run that Kansas City, maybe they got a little complacent right here. It's time to go back and retool. I don't think the window is passed because there's a lot of pieces right there that are still in place, but man, um, they've let this thing kind of obsolete itself a little bit, if you know what I mean. It's like there's a problem with the receiver thing, you know, with Kadarius Tony. It's like the dude can't catch a cold. Um, go and fix that. Uh, the defense, obviously, I, man, I, I was totally surprised that the Raiders beat them the way they that's, did. That's that's what I want to talk about. I mean, the the Ra- we're not talking about you know them losing to the Ravens. We're mm-hmm. not talking about them losing to the Jaguars or you know another team that might be competing yeah. for a spot at the Super Bowl, right? Contesting for the AFC crown. Um, we're, we're, we're talking about the Raiders. Uh, now the Raiders have seven wins, but I mean, this is a team that's got an interim head coach, Antonio Pierce. I'm not, Antonio Pierce has some of the highest football acumen, it, or at least on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, yeah. That, that I know. being a Giants fan, I can tell you like watching this dude for his career, phenomenal. And then seeing him play, you know, in Washington, ph- phenomenal, right? This dude can ball. Um, and I'm, I'm sure he knows how to motivate a locker room, but you're you know, no Garoppolo. You're talking about a guy, a rookie, uh, with O'Connell here. Um, Devonte Adams. Sure. Sure. He's, he's, he, yeah. he, he's a dog, right? He's a dog, but no, yep. no Jacobs as well. Jacobs didn't play in the game, uh, on Christmas day either. Um, so your number one running back wasn't there and you still beat the reigning or the defending champions. Yeah. A week ago, a week ago, you struggled. You got the win, but you struggled with a abysmal debacle of a franchise in the Patriots right now. Right now, the Patriots, right? They are, they, 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 it seems like they find ways to lose games, the Patriots do, right? They don't know their identity with the quarterback. Mac Jones ain't the guy. Bailey Zappi might be, but they still, they don't have a, 
talented quarter or a consistent tier two to tier one quarterback at the, you know, at that position for the Patriots that can get them over a play. Yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo, who's been struggling, who's been up and down, inconsistent. Hell, their their you know offense coordinator was Ken Dorsey was released because of how inconsistent the quarterback play of Josh Allen's been, and you know the offensive productivity. They beat you, okay. So my point is that I think the cheese time has passed. They're, they yeah. they can't find ways to win. I don't want to call them cupcakes, uh, but. I mean, my God, in, in divisional, I get a divisional matchup. You know, anything can go down with the division. How, look at how well the Giants played. Um, whatever, whatever. You have to be able to put teams like this away. If you're the Philadelphia Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles have the same problems. You can't put the Giants away. You, a, 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 a team where Dable just wants to give it give the damn game away i mean they can't they can't find ways to even get the the easy points the chiefs have the same type of problems that the that the eagles do i think the people that we or excuse me the the people that i used to herald or the team that i used to herald as the top as the stalwarts of the nfl might be faltering just a little bit i i, I even had philadelphia as one of the tops man i dallas is better than philadelphia we saw that in, in game one, but somehow Philadelphia was able to, to sneak out of there with, with a win. And then yeah. Dallas dominated Philadelphia in game two. If yeah. Dallas plays Philadelphia again, Dallas will beat Philadelphia. Well, let's hope. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now. Like, so the teams that I thought, like the, the window of the Chiefs have shrank mightily and also the Philadelphia Eagles have shrank mightily from what I've seen just on Christmas. Now, I know a lot of distractions can, can happen on Christmas. Yeah. But that's my yeah. that is my take, man. Well, right right now, and I saw this in the in the chat room. Ravens look like the team. Ravens look like the team. Miami kind of looks like the team as well. But the Ravens look really damn good. The, the, thing Ravens, about the Ravens is you know what the Ravens are doing, but they still get it done. They still find a way to execute. Which hell, man. Um, in, in Cleveland too. Are we really going to sit here and 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 see Cleveland make a run at this thing with Joe Flacco? With the elite arm of Joe Flacco, is Cleveland really going to be in contention for this thing? Probably not, because I think you need more dominant play. You need more than just, uh, you know, a chip, a chair, and a prayer and throwing it to Amari Cooper. You know what I mean? For for to make an established run. But damn, Rodney, great football over the past break. I can't wait to, to see more of it going down. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, with the Ravens, you know, to me, the Ravens are the best team in the league. And the the whole thing that, that is kind of going undersold right here, like the Ravens have done for a long-ass time, they have a, just a tremendous defense. And, you know, kind of kind of with the fallout that we're watching right now, you know, where, where I'm looking at the way the 49ers get beat, and it's like, okay, maybe, maybe that's not a good snapshot of the 49ers. But yet when the Dallas Cowboys get steamrolled, you know, it's like, oh, the Cowboys suck. And, and uh, you know, I happen to think that the other day the Cowboys lost to Miami. I think that that, that was a better loss than I was expecting. I, I mean, to me, it looked like they were at least punching back. I mean, they had an opportunity right, right there to win that. I, I mean, the Dallas-Detroit game coming up on Saturday night is going to be really fun to watch, especially that being in Dallas, to see how, number one, Detroit comes in. I mean, I, I love all the excitement over Detroit. And finally, after 30 years, they're winning. I mean, that that's great. That's great. But back to Kansas City. Kansas City has been on such a great roll, Wags, that it, 
this is kind of that that part of the of the adversity that they've never felt before. I mean, they've they've never had these problems. They've never been beat by teams, you know, like like the Raiders, like what we saw the other. They just they are modern just modern, not, modern day Raiders. Modern right, day Raiders. Right, right. They they are just not gelling correctly. I mean, you look at them and they just don't look in sync. I mean, at all. And and I think that's part of where you really look at these teams that go on really good runs to where I think maybe. With Andy Reid and that side, here's the other part of this, Wags, and people don't people don't even mention this: is what is missing from the Chiefs that has been there for the last several years? Eric Bieniemy, he's gone. He was the one that kind of made that offense. Um, you know, I mean, he, he was well, an integral part well. of that, and and he's gone. So. I think that's a big part of it. I think Kansas City goes back and retools, and and they're going to go back and and figure things out. I mean, get Mahomes guys. But but here's the 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 thing about it to me, it's like Mahomes hasn't had this adversity in the NFL. You know, when he finally takes that job from Alex Smith, it's like man, he's just been you, you know a superlative. But now here's a real test of Mahomes. How do you bounce back from this? Because that they are not going to win the Super Bowl. I promise you. I mean, they get they may be they may get bounced early. Throwing it out there, I promise that they, they may get bounced way early. Um, they run into a Buffalo or even a Cleveland, one of these teams, and that and that's the other part. Wags, they're gonna have to go on the fucking road. They haven't had a road playoff game. This is, I will be surprised to see what the Hunt family does to build this to, to keep this not dynasty. But to keep this recent uh, success going for the Chiefs, this is a big test right here. Forget winning Super Bowls and all that. How do you respond from getting hit in the mouth like a boxer? Do you get up? Do you take the 10 count? Do you fall apart? Um, there's a lot to watch right here with the Chiefs. What is? Do we have an uh, updated draft order in uh, the NFL? Um, is, is ah, the, shit. I was do the, Bears, the Bears don't have it anymore, right? Is it the Cardinals? No, I thought, hold on, hold on. One. Because I got a question to ask everybody out here today, and it's usually, it, it's something that we've talked about. Um, Over the past couple of weeks, we've talked, we've, we've kind of toyed with this thought, toyed with this notion, and I want to ask the listeners Carolina. out there if they've been encouraged a little bit more Chicago. with yeah. the play of one Justin Fields. Um, because we, we talked about, you know, the Bears being able to, to shore up their offensive line and then, you know, get some pieces around Justin Fields and then making his team an actual contender um, instead of taking a little bit of regression and a step back and then kind of just a repetitive formula with getting a Caleb Williams and only getting maybe a return of a second-round pick for Justin Fields. Um, yeah. Justin Fields looks, looks like he has the tools. Um, he still throws interception you know what i mean he'll, he'll, he'll throw you one maybe two um a game which isn't exactly it it's correctable my point it's correctable mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he has tools he has abilities that aren't teachable yep i agree dude i think i think the bears should listen to texas sports unfiltered in particular chaos theory on texas sports unfiltered and do not get rid of one Justin Fields. Maybe, yeah. you know, utilize their picks to trade and get more draft capital, draft lottery. Um, but, yeah, dude, uh, it's to me, man, I think Fields is their guy. 
Uh, I like what I've seen out of Justin Fields over the past couple of days. Hell, and if if you're if you're the Cardinals, I I, I think maybe and, and you jump up and you get the the number one Murray <coughs> Kyler Murray needs to me. He's not he's not the just he's not a Justin Fields like Kyler no. Murray might be like there's there's times where Kyler Murray can make plays make decent plays, um, but I feel like Murray is more of a head case or an attitude problem than Justin Fields is. I feel like Justin Fields is a dude that wants to win and doesn't. And I, again, this is me just speculating. I don't know, um, you know, any type of thing behind the, the curtain at, in Chicago or whatnot, but it apparently, or it appears that Justin Fields is a decent enough teammate in the locker room to where he's not a distraction or whatnot. And hell with all these, you know, with all the hype and hoopla, of hey, you know, do the Bears take Caleb Williams? You know, and is Justin Fields gone? With all that going around, and you know, in the background of all this, Fields has still been able to come out and perform like a professional and, and perform pretty damn good. Why do I know? Because I got him on my damn fantasy team, and he's got me in the championship. So, yeah. well, Fields can play, man. Fields can. And play. I think what what you've seen with Justin Fields is you see progress. I mean, when you talk about progression versus regression, I mean, you see a lot of these guys where they regress and go the wrong way. And and Wags, this is where we go back. I mean, you and I talk about this all the time. If I'm the Chicago Bears, you keep this dude. Why don't you fucking build around this guy? It is always the knee jerk response. Quarterback is no good. The coach is no good. Uh, you, you know, whatever. I mean, you saw the Jets. I mean, the Jets have already talked about they're bringing back Robert Sal. They're bringing all that shit back, you, you know, to try to get another year with Aaron Rodgers and try to build around that system. I, I think with Chicago, what we've seen with Justin Fields is that he, is kind, he, he has put himself in a spot to where he has earned. No, he's not a franchise quarterback right now, but maybe he could be. Maybe he could be. If you put the right pieces around him, man, and that's that's really the whole thing. If I'm Chicago, because you know, like we were talking about last week, how many guys have we seen where where they are a bust, a flop, whatever you want to call it? They go somewhere else and they come back to bite you in the ass. If I'm Chicago, I am not ready to turn Justin Fields loose because he's going in the right direction. Kyler Murray, like you're talking about, dude, I, I, I man, I've never been a fan of that dude. I never have. I, I've watched him. I watched him from high school all the way through. And, and it's Dude, one of those even guys. Like the way he handled. I remember the one time that I saw him on the Dan Patrick show. Right. And he like he couldn't even answer simple questions like, you know, are, are you, are you going to sign? Like somebody asked him, you know, yeah. are you going to sign your contract? And he looked over and he had to get a he had, had to get his answer from his dad. Like, dude. Yeah. How, well, I, one, I mean, I guess you want to. I guess you want to say the right things and you don't want to say stupid stuff if, if everybody in, in the nation but they is train you every word or hanging on every word that you're on, right? But, yeah. I mean, hell, we just go out there and blur, and blur shit out because nobody listens to us. But if you're Kyler Murray, he was very cautious and very selective yeah. uh, with, with what he wanted to say. Just very close to the chest. Almost almost made himself to an enigma to where, hell, I can't figure I still can't figure him out, right? Um, yeah, and, and when when... You give me the presence of that, like you're unsure, you're yeah. not confident. I don't know if you'll ever be able to lead a, a locker room, right? Or to lead a team. Like you need established, con you need to come, you need to tuck it in your sock. Like mm -hmm. you need to be able to tuck the damn thing into your sock with yeah. leadership. You know what I mean? You need to have that much leadership in, in your, you know, in your ability, in your locker room, right? If you mm -hmm. can, if, if you can walk into a room and demand that presence and tuck the damn dick in your sock, you're going to be fine. 
All right. You're going to be able to lead championships. But if you're just going to be up to, yeah. you ain't leading shit. Yeah. yeah. No, two, two dudes I want to compare right here because they have one thing in common. They didn't lose a lot of high school games and they didn't lose a lot of college football games. Kyler Murray and Trevor Lawrence. Um, I, I called Kyler Murray's, some of Kyler Murray's high school football games. I saw that dude. Um, I, I would try to interact with that dude. Didn't have time for me. Um, you get you get in the NFL, you get drafted high, you're gonna go to a shitty team and you're gonna lose. How do you how do you react from that? And this is here's the other thing with, with Trevor Lawrence, what I'm talking about right here, Wax. That dude fell into a horrible system. Imagine, I mean, remember when 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 Lawrence oh, yeah. comes into the league, it's like get rid of that fucking guy. He's no yeah. good. All the hype, it, it is no good. And but look at him now. Look at him now. And, and Kyler Murray has never gotten to that point. Wax, I gotta talk about something right quick. Um coming. This weekend, we're going to New Orleans. I mean, it's Sugar Bowl time. We got a lot of new travel partners, and I want to talk about, because I'm talking about high school, one of our new travel partners, part of uh, Raider Nation that you're very familiar with, it's my friends over at More Clean, headquartered right here in Round Rock, More Clean LLC, is Central Texas premier street sweeping, construction sweeping, and erosion control company. These folks, a uh, fellow Lockhart Lion graduate, Jose Moore, 19, uh, the same year as me. I won't give my age away. But uh, they cover territory all the way from Waco down to San Antonio. They're headquartered right here in Round Rock. Check out their website, morecleantexas.com, or give them a call at 512-775-1918 if you need any sweeping or pressure washing uh, for your home or your place of business. They'll come out and make that uh, stuff, clean it all up. They are very big in the community as well. Jose and his group there, more clean. Uh, they support uh, local high schools right here across here. Not only the football teams, marching bands, football. Um, I know Jose has actually called games with me when I was doing some Cedar Ridge games. Um, also theater, uh, extracurricular activities. It is more clean. Check them out at morecleantexas.com. Lots of new travel partners uh, for the next 10 days or so coming up, Wags, as uh, we get set to head down to New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. I can't wait, man. I, you know what? I, I still got to find a way to, to see if I can maybe find a ticket and get in there. And go. I don't think it's going to happen, but maybe if I say my prayers and eat my vitamins and eat my Wheaties and stuff like that, things might happen and I might actually get into the game. Probably not, though, guys. Probably not. I'm looking for, I don't know. I got audiovisual consultations, man. 512-255-8678. That's the very best in audiovisual automations, man. I'll be watching the game from my throne with avconsultations.com. And that's the only thing that I can say. If you have no idea that what you want, go to the gallery of projects and see what they've done over the past 30 years, or 35 years, rather, in setting the standard in audiovisual automation since 1988. You can have that 4K style two television side by side like I do, or you can go downstairs and get the Dream Theater set up like I do, or outside on your patio. I think we're going to put an addition outside on our patio. We got a nice little chimney that we can keep warm, and then also be outside and get the the uh, the natural ambiance and be able to watch TV. Five one two two five five eight six seven eight. That's avconsultations.com. Um, I will probably be enjoying the game from my couch, Rodney. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to get a ticket. And um, 
you know, things happen to where uh, we're going to have to pull the plug, and I think I'm going to have to go to Maryland for uh, a uh, little to see my grandma. Yeah, no, no, to- totally get that. And, and and that's, you know, it's kind of one of those things, man. Life throws curveballs at you, and yep. you just got to you, you gotta roll with it. Uh, that's why I like Southwest, though. Um, Southwest, you can get your points back, you know what I mean? You can cancel at any time up to, you know, two days before the flight or whatever, and they you don't get your money back, but I mean, they allow you to use tickets in the future or whatnot. So yeah. uh, Southwest has been, you know, I don't want to say that air, I don't want to give airline companies their, their due, but Southwest has been the the one that hasn't had the most problems. Yeah. I'll yeah. Because it's a, it's a nightmare to fly regardless. Yeah. Well, don't and fly, we do remember fact. We do remind you, uh, depending, you know, what what your plan is for New Orleans, going to have live shows that'll be going on uh, Sunday and Monday, I believe, is the plan right now. Um, Texas Sports Unfiltered right there uh, at Manning's. If you're not going into the game, I'm not going to the game. I'll be watching at Manning's uh, with our friends with the Texas One Fund, uh, Texas Tailgate, all of that happening. So um, you can still uh, be a part of that. I believe it is TexasSugarBowl.Party is where you can dive on and, 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 be a part of that if you're not getting into the game just want to get down there and feel everything going on but again wags i mean so many so many great travel partners all stat beer covert bk we talk about them all the time hey city you want want one of the damn best burgers in austin man or the best burger of your life hey city store dude absolutely Uh, the bacon jam burger travis and company down there my god they got an ice house out there i mean with nice little lamps or whatnot to keep you warm and and Mm -hmm. stuff a city store is fantastic, and it's not just the bacon jam burger on the menu. They'll tell you anything on the menus is 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 the best, right? But my personal favorite is the bacon jam burger. If it's got me willing to drive two and a half out, well, depending on the day, man, like two hours, uh, yeah. two hours is probably down there. What it, what it is, you know, estimate like pretty damn close, right? Pretty pretty damn close to being a two hour round trip from being here where we live in this area. On down to uh, to Hay City Store, get your bacon jam burger and come back. It's well worth the trip, man. I'll do it. I'd hell, I'd try and get it in almost uh, every other month or whatever. It's that damn good, man. You should be mm-hmm. doing it too, man. Hay City Store. Yeah, and now you can go downtown. They've got they've got that great spot downtown uh, as well. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, so doing good stuff right there. Good stock, Cover 3, Hoops ATX, Texas Orthopedics, Pest Wranglers, uh, Hummel Realty, Lake Cliff Golf Club, Leaf Landscape Supply. Great uh, travel partners apart uh, with us with Texas Sports Unfiltered. So, Wags, um, I, I do want to ask you, so so one of the things, uh, so so kind of back to the NFL with, with the Raiders. You were talking there about the Raiders and the Chiefs. Um, are the Raiders going to piss this away and not give Antonio Pierce a legitimate chance to become their full-time head coach. I don't know. I think um, the players respond to him well. I think Mark Davis has seen, uh, you know, seen the the fact that Antonio Pierce can lead, right? He and he, mm-hmm. you know, knows how to call a damn game. Hell, you're you're beating the Chiefs, Rodney. You know, what I mean, you're not you're not sitting here beating at home. The cupcake. At home. You're you're supposed to be the cupcake, and you're and you're beating the Chiefs. You know, in Arrowhead. So, like you just mentioned, in Arrowhead. So. Um, if I'm Mark Davis, I'm at least entertaining the thought of Antonio Pierce as my head coach and not just the interim head coach. Um, go with I'm a big fan of going with the known, right? And right now the known looks pretty damn good. Um yeah. you, you know, you bring somebody, you bring uh, you know, another head coach in here, and then they gotta bring their entire, you know, squad with them and their entire uh faculty and, and staff. And 
you know, where where will Antonio Pierce fit in with that? And, you know, how will the players respond? I think if you're Mark Davis, we how we talked about um, with Justin Fields, you know, you put support in the pieces around Justin Fields. I think if you're Mark Davis, you, you know, you put the support in the pieces around Antonio Pierce and see if you can kind of get this middle-of-the-pack, surprising middle-of-the-pack Raiders team um, over the hump and, and, you know, you got some young talent. You got some studs around there uh, on the defense. And if you can put some of this, you know, put some of the pieces together on offense and hell, if, if O'Connell, if O'Connell seems to be the guy that he's, you know, emerging, emerging into, yeah. I mean, hell Brock, nobody thought Brock Purdy was going to be the MVP candidate that he could be, you know, as, as Mr. Irrelevant, you know, maybe they found a gym in O'Connell, the Patriots found a gym in, in Brady, you know, Sometimes it's just finding that that right piece to fit in the system, man. Uh, I don't know the the Raiders. The Raiders have a lot of questions to answer, and I think one of them, one of the easiest questions to answer, is if they hold Antonio Pierce or give Antonio Pierce the head coaching spot. If I'm Mark Davis, I do. Yeah. No. No. I totally agree. Uh, I mean, I think that that, that you got to give a legit look right there because it. I mean, I, I think it's so important that that this team is rallied around him. I mean, I think that's a lot of what we see with with uh, with the Dan Campbells over there in Detroit. Now, the champions of their division for the first time in thirty years is that he's a players' coach to where he gets these dudes to rally around him. And I mean, he they took a shit show over there, and he has turned this thing into where you know that they look they look pretty damn legit. You know, so I think it's where they. They need to give that opportunity to this dude. I mean, let him, he, he's earned at least a really good look at it. But again, we're dealing with the fucking Raiders and, and Mark Davis. So, uh, you know, that's where the other part of that. And, and I do want to ask you, uh, it's still kind of touching on the NFL right here, dude. I, I know you and I have been talking about Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers. But Baker and the Buccaneers have come to a mutual agreement that Baker will be on the Buccaneers next year in 2024. I think it's a good move. I think it's the right yep. move for uh, the Buccaneers. I mean, we talked a little bit about it last week, right? Uh, when, you're, when your succession plan to Tom Brady was Kyle Trask and you were just relying on the elite arm strength that you saw with him, you know, kind of benefiting off of uh, Pitt, because he had Pitt's. Uh, they're in yeah. Florida too, right? And they they were eating people alive, um, but still, he wasn't going up against the NFL talent that you see day or week in and week out on Sundays, right? Right. I I haven't seen enough of Kyle Trask to sit here and say that he's not the guy, but my guess is that he he's probably not going to win most first or you know first spots out on the team right if baker mayfield is beating him out now that's not to take anything away from baker mayfield i think baker mayfield is starting to find his comfort level in that bucks system uh and and rightfully so i mean i think if you're the bucks you have to kind of give the nod and say hey man we like what you did in the latter part of the season my question is will mike will, will mike evans be there next yeah. year yeah that that's going to be hard it's always mike evans is a big part of this dude's success and rightfully yeah. so. I mean, all the, all the dude does is, is find ways to catch touchdowns every Sunday. And what he's got another uh, thousand yard season. That's 10,000 10, yard seasons now for Mike Evans. Um, Jerry Rice has got the record with 14. So mm -hmm. uh, Mike yeah. Evans knows how to ball. Uh, Mike Evans is a big part of his success. Mike Evans was the. Mike Evans was a main part of the success for Johnny Manziel too. Everybody oh, wants to sit absolutely. there and say it was, you know, yeah. Jaisman, you know, Johnny Heisman or whatever. Nah, man, Mike Evans is a, a main reason why he had so much success 
at, at Texas A&M. Just third and holy shit, throw it down the field, chuck it downfield, and Mike Evans comes up yeah. with it. Doesn't take talent to do that if you're Johnny Manziel. It takes talent for Mike Evans to go up and get the ball and hide it at the at the at the top point or at the highest point of it, and and go down and get, go up and get the ball. Um, the same thing that you're seeing at Tampa Bay is happening for Baker Mayfield with Mike Evans. It's yeah. It's it's the effect, man. And if you bring Baker Mayfield back, you got to bring Mike Evans back. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, it's always a follow up because it's one of one of the things that I really enjoy about the NFL. I mean, a lot of things I enjoy about the NFL, but it really seems like every year there's a team that kind of sneaks up on people and then they fall apart the next year. Yeah, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, you watch it where teams teams have kind of gotten really good. You know, Atlanta's done it a couple of times where they're really good and boom, they're in the Super Bowl. You never saw it coming. But, you know, this year between Tampa Bay uh, with the Rams, the Colts, I mean, you, you've got multiple teams that, that Are have. Are you uh, Hey, man, I, I tell you, uh, I think that's the other part of that this whole year. I mean, looking at these guys, looking at these quarterbacks, I, I mean, guys, I mean, Joe Flacco. I mean, looking at guys, whether whether it be a guy Joe out of Flacco nowhere. Gets a call. Joe Flacco was on his couch, my guy. Exactly. Joe exactly. Flacco was on his couch. Exactly. Like, you're talking about O'Connell. We can talk about the dude in New England. We can talk about those guys where it's like, who the fuck are they? And then we can talk about guys sitting on their couch, and we can talk about guys like Minshew. Same thing. I mean, where the hell did he factor in when we went back? In the, we, we would have never Jake said Brown anything. Is- yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's what what'd you say? I'm sorry. Jake Browning, Jake Browning. Yeah, it's like and that's where that's where it gets all interesting. Once the season ends and all the coaches get fired, you know, you're going to have Black Monday when everybody gets fired at the end of the end of the regular season and all that. And and, and it's like, OK, some of these guys are going to make some really good money. These guys are going to make some really good money for a for a half a season that they came out of nowhere, dude. And that's going to make money. You gonna be making money tonight or today? You gonna be betting on any games? We got four no, games late. Four I'm, games late in college football, baby. I'm heading to New Orleans, so so I'm gonna kind of save up. The mama's going to New Orleans, so so she's gonna be doing all the betting. I got I got to save. Mama's up. wrong again. Ma- mama's Mama's going, dude. I, I I can't wait to watch. I'm looking forward to watching the Aggies in Oklahoma State tonight. I'm gonna try to stay up. That's eight o'clock, isn't it? That's not that late. It's That's not, not that too late. late. But if you're yeah. traveling, if you are you leaving today? No shit, no. We ain't leaving until oh. we're leaving Friday. We're we're leaving Friday. We're gonna stay in Beaumont, and then we'll head on over. So yeah, no, no, it's not not getting all crazy like that. But she's all fired no, up. That, ready that's today. You should, yeah, you 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 should be able to to stay up for that. That is the Texas Act Texas Bowl there. I mean, and you got man. I think Gundy and company is gonna run the hell out of Texas A and M, man. Who do they have left? Who's A and M got left? I mean, it's like everybody, I don't know. That's the thing. everybody bolted out of there, man. It's like, geez, Louise, talk about what? A, yeah, I don't know who's yeah. left on that. So if I'm, I'm probably gonna right now. Oklahoma State's only given three. Uh-huh. That's that's a little daunting for me right now. Over under fifty four and a half on this. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Um. Oh, cowpokes. Oh, cowpokes. Yeah. I'm going to take you there. I'm taking the cowpokes here. Yeah, man. Um, I, I, I think, think they're going to roll. I'll see how the Sharps come in. I want to see what the Sharps come in towards 8 o'clock. But I'm, right now, I'm liking Oklahoma State so far. No, um, but no, I'll see what my return is on that. Um, how about the first game on the slate, though? Virginia Tech by Tech. Or it would be Vertech. Vertech at Tulane here. Tulane, two in, or excuse me, only two losses on the season here. You think that's good enough? Um, old, uh, old Virginia Tech and come here. Virginia Tech's favoring, getting favored, uh, ten and a half here. 
That's what I was wondering. So what happened there? Did Tulane have a bunch of people defect, or what's going on right here? Because that that ten and two Tulane team, I watched them play UTSA, and again, that was a UTSA team without their starting quarterback, without without a lot of uh, pieces right there. Oh, by the way, Trey Moore, welcome to the Texas Longhorns, my friend from Smithson Valley. From Smithson Valley, come on in. I text his mom. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Why'd you put me on 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 ignore? And she said, Yeah, you were tired. supposed to be our behind the scenes guy on that. She's like, I ain't telling you shit. She said, you have a big mouth. I'm not telling you things. Felt like I was talking to my wife. Um, yeah, I, 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 what? Yeah, what happened to Tulane right there? I was wondering why that line is set up the way it is right now. I, I, I don't know, but I ten and yeah. a half. 10, yeah. 43, 43 and a half for the over under. I'm gonna have to take a look at this thing, Rodney. That kicks off at one p.m. Um, mm-hmm. My guys, I think I'm. T- I think I'm taking Tulane. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, 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 I don't understand. Tulane. That's the military bowl, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and then you got you got our man Mac Brown. Mac Brown taking on the Hokies at Ray four thirty. I think it is. There it is. There it is, Mac Brown. See, Mac Brown was really pissed off uh, at the after their last game because uh, the coach was the coach of the other team was being really um, West Virginia favored in this, Rodney. Mm-hmm. West yeah. Virginia favored six points here against the Tar Heels. Give me the Mac Browns. Give me the Mac Browns, my man. Wrong, Wrong team, team favored. favored. Wrong team favored. Oh, that's right. That's right. Tulane did lose their coach. He left. He went to Houston. Yeah, but I mean, just because you lose the head coach, I don't think you didn't lose the talent. Now I know coaching is a big part of the game, baby. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to take Tulane there. I'm going to take North Carolina here. Wrong team favored. Louisville versus USC. Caleb Williams. Oh, he he's not. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Louisville is a bad. What's Louisville's the line on that one, dude? Team. I don't have that in front of me. What What's the line there? Line is Louisville's favored by seven. You know what? I think I'd take that. I think I'd take that. USC is. Oh, USC. I, I don't, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, give, me I don't Louisville. Know give me Louisville. Even though as bad as Louisville is, give me Louisville. Because this is, I mean, USC is not a good team either. And without Williams, they ain't yeah. going to be putting up no, nowhere near the points that they had. Um, all right, so my slate today, I'm going to take Tulane. I'm going to take wrong team favored Tulane, wrong team favored North Carolina. Give me Louisville to cover. Damn, and give me, right now, give me Oklahoma State to yeah. cover. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what my I'm slate thinking. for college football right there. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, yes, USC, Drake no offense and no Caleb. Louisville all the way. No, you're right, Long Island Bear. That's, that's, where I, that's where my mind went. That's where my mind went for sure. Connor Harrell. October before we get out of here. Connor Harrell will be the backup quarterback. Absolutely. Again, um, a travel partner. But again, uh, man, they've been with us since the get-go. Covert B Cave. Three state-of-the-art dealerships out there. Seven different brands in beautiful B Cave out there in the illustrious hill country of Central Texas. Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, Chryslers, Dodge, Jeeps, and Rams. Fords and Chevrolets right down Highway 79 over in Hutto. The Fords and the Lincolns on Research Boulevard in 183. Cobert B Cave also serving, uh, servicing all makes and models. 86 service bays right there in and out. They will get you done. And it's those new pre-owned uh, cars, trucks, and SUVs. They're going to hook you up right there at CobertBCave.com. Check out the weekly specials. Obviously, New Year stuff going on. I was checking out Cobert B Cave earlier on Facebook, and I saw that my man Dan Covert had 
all these different uh, like commercial type vehicles. So if you're looking for um, for that as well, I mean, they, they can fix you up with that as well. So check out covertbcave.com. Stop by and see Dan. Stop by and see Stacy. Stop by and see Mike. Check them all out. My man, Mr. Washington. Mr. Washington will set you up as well um, if you want to make your way out there. Serving generations of Central Texans since 1909. It is the Covert family, covertbcave.com. Nobody beats a covert deal. Not now. And sure as hell, not ever. Imagine this, speaking of covert. So you're going to have BK, you're going to have Bucky, you're going to have Trey Elling, you're going to have all them dudes in a covert vehicle heading to New Orleans. Look out. Look out right there. That sounds like a, sounds like the Von Erich brothers. No, not the Von Erichs. They're all dead. We need to, we still need to talk about that, by the way, um, before the guys come on. Is um, Also, I need to figure out how to talk to Dan Covert because we're, the Wagners are in the, I guess we're you know we're, we're we're in the we're in the arena of shopping for a new car. You know what I mean? So I want to make sure that I get, you know, the right deals and the you know the right type of vehicles for me and the way to do that is through uh through covert. He'll probably He's call like you. Dan the man. He'll probably you know call you I mean? because he he's he's watching this. He's probably going to be like messaging you, blowing you up. Tell, Maybe. What Maybe. are you looking we'll for? We'll see, man. Anyways, hopefully the guys have a safe holiday down there. Um, yeah. I guess uh, Jordan and BK are jumping on here in a, a few minutes here or a few seconds. But before we have them jump on, you want to talk about Iron Claw real quick? Uh, you want to save that for tomorrow? Yeah, let's save it. I think we, yeah, because I'll, I'll go on and on. <laughs> so huh? yeah, first impression. Yeah. All right, give me give me at least a a ranking on uh, a one to ten. Um, I'll give it an eight. I, I think they okay. did a really good job just portraying because the synopsis of the story is really you know all the tragedy. I mean, there was right. some stuff left out. That, I thought the, they the, left a lot of stuff out. The the timeline was off, but like I was talking about on that review that I did yesterday, a lot of this is is it's a world class thing. Not so much of on Eric's. The world class right. thing is what caused a lot of these problems. And uh, Papa Fritz, God damn, we walked out of there. My wife and kids are like, that dude is an asshole. Yeah, I'm like, can you I'm imagine? Like, I'm like, don't speak bad of the dead. He is passed. So yeah, well, you know, still, I mean, what an asshole. I mean, my God, um, I don't, I don't have brothers. All right, mm. I don't. I'm an only, only child uh, now. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but I never, never been ranked ever Wags. in my life Wags. when never when have, sitting around never, for my family like you're you're my favorite you're not i've just never hell i've never been heard that now one i don't know what that would be like if you have siblings that's has, that has to pit the siblings off at each other right or, or make them you know want to hurt each other want one hell want to draw blood i don't know maybe maybe he thought it was going to make them better maybe it's going to drive you know different times competitiveness man. in them or whatnot but I don't know what an asshole is all I Don't can say. We'll touch, we'll touch more about that tomorrow, man. Yeah. The Iron yeah. Claw. Holy hell. But Zach Efron, when I saw Zach Efron, I thought he was wearing I thought he was wearing a damn body capsule, as a matter of fact. Like the dude from high school uh musical or whatever. You got to get your head in the game or whatnot. I thought he was actually wearing a suit. Dude. We're all in this put together. On, We're all put in on this 30 together. pounds, man. Yeah. Put on 30 pounds for that role, man. He looks phenomenal, dude. You I'm see on 30 pounds. Who did? Troy Bolton? No, Troy yeah, Bolton. Troy Bolton. Yeah, Troy. Get your head in the game, yeah. Troy. I put on 30 pounds, but I don't look that Try that. Good. <laughs> Is that guy not still in high school for East he, High? Uh, I don't know, but he's fantastic. And one thing that hit me with this thing, with the whole circle of this, right, is that, dude, like, he worked with The Rock on Baywatch. 
So he probably hit the rock up to get some wrestle moves or whatnot for the Iron Claw. That's the only thing, you know, maybe yeah. I, I can't wait to see the backstory on this. Yeah. Anyway, Chavo Guerrero that, Jr. Chavo Guerrero Jr. was he a wrestling um guy on there. So yeah, good good stuff right there. Um I was waiting for him to turn into Ted Bundy and kill Fritz. Jesus, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, man, thank you guys for watching Chaos Theory. We'll we'll talk to you tomorrow, man. It looks like it's time for BK and Jordan right now to jump on and talk for it's only an hour. And then BK's probably going to talk another hour. So, (laughs) yeah, that's it. That's that it, is yeah. it. You guys be good, man. Thank you guys All for right. watching Chaos Theory. And make sure you guys thank the sponsors and uh, keep uh, keep us rocking and rolling there with um, you know, going through um, going through the Superdome and going through uh, you know, Sugar Bowl and whatnot. You guys be good, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hook them later, boys.